Greetings, everyone. This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and welcome again to We Nation Radio. We Nation Radio is the best and family-friendly global beats for little feet. We stream R&B, hip-hop, funk, jazz, reggae, go-go, calypso, and African world rhythms, all for children 0 to 12. That is age-appropriate and culturally relevant. And today, we have a special segment that we're going to go back to and have some fun with. This is our We Nation Reads segment, segment, where we focus on children's books. Do you like children's books? I love them. Well, we're partnering with the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, or UMBC's Sherman Center for Early Learning in Urban Communities. And they have a wonderful program. And what we're going to be doing is offering our We Nation Reads segment or program as a resource to participating teachers and families in their diverse books project. This project aims to ensure that early childhood educators and teachers and families have access to high quality, diverse children's books and opportunities to share ideas and insights about what they've what they're reading and listening to. And I'm so grateful and honored to have as our first guest an amazing, amazing author that comes to us who was born in Canada, but has been living in the United States for over 30 years and has, I mean, dozens upon dozens of books that she's written. So many different things. I want you to help me to welcome the one and only Zetta Elliott to We Nation Reads. Welcome, Zetta. Hi, Uncle Devin. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, it is such an honor for us to have you here. And I love to talk to book authors to learn about your experience. But let's just get started and ask you something fun. What's your favorite color? Ooh, that's easy. My favorite color is purple. My office, where I do most of my writing, is purple. I was in the garden yesterday, and I saw tiny purple irises shooting up through the ground. So purple always catches my eye. Oh, I love purple. That is awesome. Well, now, I know that you are a writer, and I mentioned that you um, you live in the United States, but you really live from Canada. What part of Canada were you from? I was born in Ajax, which is east of Toronto, but I grew up in Pickering, and then I crossed the valley into Scarborough, which is part of the greater Toronto area. Awesome, awesome. And where do you reside now? I'm in Chicago, <laughs> Hyde Park, Chicago. Yes. Let me ask you, did you always want to be a writer? You know, writing was something I had to do for school. And I loved school. I loved doing writing for school. Both of my parents are teachers. So being at home was a lot like being at school. Um, we read a lot at home. And I was always a storyteller, even from like preschool. My report card talks about how I love telling stories to the other children, but I need to learn to stop telling stories to the other children while the teacher is speaking. Uh, so I think I learned early on that being a storyteller sometimes means being a troublemaker. Um, and it was something I enjoyed doing because it gave me an audience. I was the baby of the family for a long time. Nobody really pays attention to the baby of the family, but if you can tell a good story, ooh, you can get an audience. A group of kids will gather around you on the schoolyard. So. I was a storyteller from a very early age. And then when I was about 13, my English teacher, Nancy Vickert, pulled me aside and told me I could be a writer. And that was the first time I started writing outside of school, just for fun. Wow. 
So you had inspiration or someone that encouraged you uh, to be a writer. To be a writer. That is great. Now, you've written a lot of books. You write books for kids, teens, adults, and you do plays and anthologies. About how many children's books have you written? I just published the 42nd children's book, Chicken Wonders Why. That came out last month, so I'm up to 42. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. And what we just heard on the radio was one of your books that was called Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged. Hi, everybody. This is Miss Roby, and I have a great story to share with you today. This is a story called Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged. It was written by Zeta Elliott, illustrated by Purple Wong, and published by Rosetta Press. And there's many other great works written by Zeta Elliott, of course. Now about Benny. Benny likes trains that chug across the track. Benny likes to eat seedless grapes for his snack. <laughs> Benny plays with quiet kids like Miko and Zach, but Benny doesn't like to be hugged. Benny likes cupcakes that aren't covered in sprinkles. Benny likes clothes that don't have any wrinkles. Benny can name the brightest star and he knows why it twinkles. But Benny doesn't like to be hugged. Sometimes Benny cries when the room gets too loud. Sometimes he twirls away from the rest of the crowd. When I tell a joke, Benny doesn't always smile. And he can act fussy every once in a while. But Benny is my best friend. And I like him a lot. <laughs> if he needs things done a certain way, I don't give it a second thought. Because true friends accept each other just the way they are. And being different makes us unique. <laughs> like a snowflake. Or a star. The end. You know, everybody's brain works differently. So let's celebrate how different our brains are. You'll never understand what they're going through. But we can try to just give our best and understand what they're going through. Thank you so much for listening to We Nation Radio. Reading the book, Benny Doesn't like to be hugged. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that this helps you think about how we treat each other. Thank you so much for joining me for this story. What inspired you to write that book? Well, I have several friends who have autistic sons. And these are Black women. They have Black sons. And we would often have conversations in which they would tell me how worried they were that their sons might have um, a reaction to something in public and that police might end up getting involved. And they were concerned because, as you know, um, our community sometimes doesn't have the best relationship uh, with the, the police. 
And they worried that officers wouldn't be trained to recognize uh, some of the behaviors of children who are on the spectrum. And they also noted that there were no picture books depicting uh, black boys that have autism. Uh, Holly Robinson Pete has done a couple of books, I believe. Uh, but I sort of, you know, sat down and started thinking about um, one of my friend's sons in particular, uh, who didn't like to be hugged. <laughs> and I just wrote a quick rhyming poem, uh, trying to incorporate some of the ways in which kids who are on the spectrum might act differently to other children. And the story is told from the point of view of a girl who is neurotypical and her best friend, Benny, is neurodivergent. He has autism, uh, but she loves him just the way he is. And I think that's an important message to send to all children that we should understand and appreciate our differences. Uh, and that makes for stronger relationships. Absolutely. And I love the whole concept of friendship and that we just embrace and love people for who they are. And that was a great, great story that you told. And the illustrations were great. Who did the illustration? Ah, Purple Wong is an artist based in Hong Kong. We've never met, but we work together mm -hmm. uh, virtually online. And we have now done, I think, seven books together. But I definitely wow. knew I wanted Purple to do Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged. She has a very sweet style of representation. Um, and she knows that, you know, all kinds of diversity is important to me. So I want to make sure we have children who have visible disabilities. We have children of all different races and gender expressions. Uh, it's really a joy to work with Purple. Awesome. Okay, so well, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. But let me ask you this. What do you do when you're not writing? Ah, <laughs> Well, I love to travel. I just got back from Scotland. I was there for three weeks. Technically, it was not a vacation. I was doing research for three books that I'm working on. Uh, but I got to go to the Isle of Skye. I got to visit the Fairy Glen and the Fairy Pools because I'm writing about fairies. Uh, I love to research history. I found out um, my family is from an island called Nevis in the Caribbean. And we found mm. the gravestone of a young woman who came from Nevis in 1705, 300 years ago. Wow. She was over there in, uh, in England. So I love to learn about the past. I love tea parties. <laughs> I definitely had tea. Uh, my three-tier tray filled with sweets and sandwiches and cakes. And yeah, I, I love to travel. I love to walk. I love to be around birds. And I'm lucky that I live next to Lake Michigan, so I can always just walk outside and immediately be next to the water. Oh, awesome, awesome. And then for those who may be listening who are inspiring book writers or, or like to write books, what, what advice would you give them? Well, my number one piece of advice is if you want to be a writer, you must read. <laughs> You must feed your imagination. And so that means consuming as many stories as you can in as many different forms. I think reading is really important, reading books. But you know, you can also watch movies and television shows. That's another way people have of telling stories. Listening to music, even people tell stories in their songs. And then you have to develop a writing practice. And that means setting aside time every day where writing is your number one priority. Maybe it's just five or 10 minutes 
but you have a special seat in a special corner of your room where you sit every day and you just focus on writing. Maybe you make a description of what you see outside the window or what you see inside the room. Maybe you write about what you did earlier in the day. Maybe you imagine a conversation with someone, a celebrity you'd like to meet. There are all kinds of different things you could write. But the important thing is to develop a practice, which means you do it every single day. And then you start to build up your stamina, right? You can't run a marathon the first day. That's 26 miles. But you can train yourself to get stronger and to run a little bit farther every day. And that's the same thing with writing. Just like you feed your body good, healthy food, feed your imagination, wonderful stories, and then you'll be able to tell stories of your own. Well, that is awesome. I'm so glad that you shared that. And I hope that others will follow your advice. Uh, and and just really start to read a lot and practice writing. And I did not share in the very beginning uh, that you've done a lot of writing. And according to your bio, you are a, a Black feminist writer of poetry, plays, essays, novels, stories for children, and that you earned your PhD in American Studies from the New York University in 2003. And you've taught at so many different schools, including Ohio University and LSU, or Louisiana State University. So thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of We Nation Reads. And thank you also for the wonderful, wonderful book of Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged. Thanks so much, Uncle Devin. Take care. So there you have it, the one and only Zetta Elliott. And you can go to her website at Zetta Elliott, that's Z-E-T-T-A, E-L-L-I-O-T-T dot com. And you can see all the wonderful books and all the wonderful work that she's been doing. Uh, I want to thank again our sponsors, the uh, UMBC's Sherman Center for Early Learning Through Urban Communities. It is great to partner with you and much success and continued as we work with you on your Diverse Books project. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we had so much fun today on We Nation Radio. Make it a great day. And just remember, life is a drum, so beat it.